And if you remember, you had some homework. Looking up who you said Jesus is. Give me the next slide. We said Jesus is our Savior, Redeemer, He is love, peace, joy, soon coming King, the Son of God, long suffering, He is life, truth. Our brother, he is caring, he is a healer, kindness, forgiving, light, and, and Sister Lynn just topped it off and said he's everything. Amen. <laughs> so which one of these Descriptions of Jesus did you study and look up? Now I know somebody gonna raise their hand and say all of them. <laughs> but let's let's uh let's kind of go over there. If you have a scripture, uh raise your hand and, and you can share it. But let's start with Savior. Going to ask the minister, read for us Isaiah 9 and 6 and also Isaiah 33, 22. Amen. This is under Savior. Amen. Isaiah 9 and 6. It says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God the everlasting father, the prince of peace. Okay, and give me 3322. 3322. For the Lord is our judge. The Lord is our lawgiver. The Lord is our king. He will save us. Well, these are two just two scriptures from the beginning in the Old Testament speaking of the prophecy of the soon coming Savior mm. as well as the soon coming King. Letting you know who is coming to you and who he's going to be. Saying a child is born, a son is given, and who shall be upon his shoulder. Now, somebody read for me Luke 2, 10 and 11. Luke 2, 10 and 11. Mm -hmm. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Now, you see what it just said? I'll bring you what? Good tidings. And it shall be unto who? All people. All people. Are y'all part of it, all people? Amen. Okay, go ahead. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. 
So it told you in the Old Testament one was coming and he was going to be your savior. And it's telling you here in the New Testament, he's here. Our savior is here. Is Jesus your savior? He has been here and gone. And because he left is how he has become your savior. John 4, 42. <coughs> and said unto the woman, now we believe, not because thine saying, for we have heard him ourselves, and know that he, this is indeed Christ, the Savior of the world. This was spoken by the woman at the well, saying, come, see a man Amen. who told me all that I've done. And, and she sure enough had something that she had done. And he shared with her. And she said, come, come see this man. And, and because of what took place, they were saying to her, we know now that he has come. We know now that he is the savior of the world. Amen. The question is, do you know that he is not only the savior of the world, but he is your savior? And not only he is your savior, but he has saved you to the uttermost. You, you got to know this for yourself. Come see a man. When's the last time you told somebody, come see a man? We, we, we had a problem just going to see him ourselves. Come. Amen. Anybody got anything else with savior? That you want to share. This is share time. This is Bible study. Okay. Let's go to redeemed. Somebody find Luke 1 128. 168. 128. Oh, 128. Amen. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hell, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed are thou among women. The same way, the same way Jesus became our Savior, he also became our Redeemer. Galatians 3, 11 and 13. We went too far. You're going too far. One more. Back up. Redeemer. Redeem. Yeah. Galatians one sixty-eight. One fifty-eight. Read. Read. Read again. Read Luke one fifty-eight. Galatians one sixty-eight. One sixty-eight. Oh, Luke one sixty-eight. Amen. We're gonna get it right. 
Somebody said, well, I didn't understand that scripture. Okay, we're going to go back over it. Blessed be the yep. Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people. Okay. Y'all see that? So by the same way Jesus became our Savior, he also became our Redeemer. Now let's look at Galatians 3.11. 12 and 13. But that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It is evident for... The just shall live by faith. Mm -hmm. And the law is not of faith, but the man that doeth them shall live in them. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is, every man, cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. What I want you to see here. Not only is he our redeemer, but we see what he has redeemed us from. He's redeemed us from the law. We need to be redeemed. And we need to know how we've been redeemed. Because see, there's so many people that's living up under the law. Amen. And, and they think they got to do it just the way it, it says. I mean, it just, just in traditions. There are uh, women that will not come to church unless they got a skirt on. Got to have the big hats. Laid out. And, and men got to come in ties. Don't nobody come in blue. There's so many traditions and things that, that people are hung up on. And mm -hmm. in, the, in, in the law, you, you got to do this and you got to do that. Jesus came to redeem us from the curse of the law. Okay, all the things, the Ten Commandments, we've been redeemed. We fulfill them by loving the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, with all thy strength. And, and love thy neighbor as thyself. Under these two hangs all the law. But, but man is, is so hung up on, well, I got to do it this way. I, I got to do it this way. You know, it, it, it says thou shalt not kill, but you're killing your neighbor every day with your tongue. Amen. But we've been redeemed. Okay, we got one more there. Uh, Revelations 5 and 9. <coughs> and they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and has redeemed us to God by the blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. No other man, no other person, no other thing could redeem us. Amen. Amen. No other blood could be shed. Even the blood of bulls and goats only lasted for a year. We needed something eternal. We were sending more than blood that could be shed. We needed Jesus. He is our redeemer, not just our savior, but in our salvation, we are redeemed. 
from sin. All right, let's go. Let's go to the next slide. Love, peace, and joy. Love, peace, and joy. Give me John 15. Huh? John 15. John 1 5. Verse 10. If ye keep my commandments, shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father commanded and abide in his love. If you keep my commandments, these things have I spoke into you that my joy must remain in you and that your joy might be full. Okay, stop right there. Let's go back again. If you keep my commandments, you should abide in my love. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Amen. Even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. Mm -hmm. In order to abide in love, you must have them. Amen. Then it says, these things have I spoken unto you that, that my joy might remain in you. Amen. And that your joy might be full. Mm. To abide in this love gives, us, gives you the unspeakable joy that is given. But in order to, to abide in it, you got to have it. And since it comes from Christ, in order for him to give it to you, he got to have it. Amen. And what he has, he has given. Amen. All right. Grace is love. <coughs> Hell or no man sees this, that a man laid down his life for his friend. Greater love has no man. Amen. Ain't nobody got the love. That Jesus has. Amen. Amen. I mean, we, we think twice before we lay out our life for. Yep. Huh? Okay, let's let's look at. Uh, what's the next one? Romans? Mm. Romans 5, 6 through 9. Let's let's look at that. For when we were yet out strength in due time, Christian died. For on good, on God, God on godly. For when we were yet without strength, in due time, Christ did what? Die for the ungodly. It, when we started out, we was. Oh, okay, okay. Verse seven. Their secret. For scarcely, scarcely for a righteous man will one die yet present time for good man 
some would even dare to die. For scarcely for a righteous man. We, we were just saying that. Huh? It, it, it ain't so easy that you're going to lay down your life. Now, the, the closest I can see where somebody will lay down their life, uh, a mama will lay her life down for her dog. I mean, it's it just it's an instinct. And, and some of the instincts don't kick in. So, some, some, you got to go. Especially the older they get. The older they get, the more, the more, the more they got to go. <laughs> but scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Huh? Now, I, 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 can't, I can't forget about uh, out at, at uh, the house, and this uh, this goose happened and got shot. Uh, the parents was with each other and the little children, and the daddy flapping his wings, and he got popped and killed over. And the other one just left them little babies right there, just. Just headed on out, just left them to, to feed for themselves. You know what? Man, man the same way. Amen, amen. If not worse. He said, I, I'm with you, boy. I'm with you, blood. I'm with you. Yep. You let, some, you let a, a shot be fired. All of a sudden, you look around. The ones that was with you is gone. Man is not going to stick with you as much as you think he is. He's not going to die for you like you think he is. Amen. Well, verse 8. But God commanded, commanded his love towards us, and that will we were yet simmer, Christ died for us. God commended his love toward us by Christ Jesus. Even though we were worth nothing, he died that we would be worth something. Huh? Ain't that wonderful? Give me verse 9. Much more than bringing now justified by his blood, she shall be saved from washing wrath through him. Much more. Being now justified by his blood, that's how we redeem. We shall be saved, that's how he is our savior, through the wrath through him. Thank you. John 14, 27. Huh? John 14, 27. We're looking at love, joy, and peace. John 14, 27. John 14, 27. John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Peace 
I leave with you. In order to leave it, you got to have it. Amen. Huh? Okay, now give me Romans 14, 17. Romans 14, 17. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. The kingdom that Jesus came from, that Jesus is all about, is peace and it's joy. And this peace he has left with us. Y'all got peace today? Okay. Now, I want to show you something about this piece. Look at Ephesians 2, 14. Anybody else got anything about righteousness, peace, and joy? Love that's been left to you by Jesus? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Look at Ephesians. Did you say you, say you had something? Amen. Give me Ephesians 2.14. Ephesians 2.14. For he is our peace, who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of partition between us. Peace is not just tranquility in the mind. But the peace he has given that he's broken down he, he has gotten rid of this, this racial thing. He has gotten rid of this religious thing. This peace I leave with you. You know what? It, it should not matter whether it's a male, female, whether the person is black, white, whether the person is from overseas, cross country, down the street, or even your neighbor. There should be peace that he's left with you. The same peace. If you've got his peace, there should be peace between you. He's broken down that division of denomination. Okay. Let's look at the soon coming king. Let's look at John 18. 37. John 18, 37. Uh-huh. Pilate therefore said unto him, Are thou a king? Then Jesus answered, Thou sayest that I am a king. To this end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Every one that is of truth heareth my voice. How many of y'all know when Jesus was on the scene, when Jesus was coming, the word was out that a king was going to be born? And, and Herod was looking for that child that's supposed to be a king. And the one thing a king don't want is somebody that has more power than him. Amen. So they was looking. In fact, the prophecy in Isaiah was telling you who was coming and, and who was going to be over, who was going to be called. 
and, and all the way through the life of Christ, which you know, we know he only lived for 33 years, but all the way through his life, and here it is coming at the end, and, and he says, he asks Jesus, art thou a king? You said I am. For this reason was I born. For this cause I came to bear witness unto the truth. Matthew 21, 5. Tell ye the daughters of Zion, behold, thine king cometh unto thee, meek and sitting upon an ass, and a colt and fawn of an ass. Everyone here acknowledges him as a king. Mm. What do you acknowledge him as today? Somebody asked you, is Jesus a king? Would you say yeah? In saying yeah, would you be able to back it up? Is he your king? Well, give me Revelation 17, 14. Revelation 17, 14. These shall make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb shall overcome them. For he is Lord of lords and King of kings, and they that are with him are called and chosen and faithful. Are we chosen and we faithful? Are we faithful? There should be no question in our mind. Amen. Jesus is King of kings and Lord of lords. Huh? Now let's look at what they did. Let's look at Matthew 27, 35 through 17. Let's look at what they did and what people are doing today. Thirty-five through thirty-seven. Matthew twenty-seven, thirty-five through thirty-seven. Uh huh. And they crucified him and parted his garments, casting lots, that it may be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet. They parted my garment among them, and upon my vesture did they cast lots. Are they not making fun of Jesus today? Yep. Casting all kinds of things. Giving him a last name. Hmm. In fact, even give him a middle initial. Jesus ain't got no middle initial. Amen. Jesus does not have a last name. Christ is not his last name. That's who he is. The anointed. His middle initial is not H. Go ahead. And sitting down, they watched him there. They watched him. Watched him. That's what folks are doing today. All they're doing is watching. Amen. And they set up over his head his accusation written, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. It's not written. They accused him, asked him, Ridiculed him, did everything but acknowledge him as being king of kings. But that is what he is, isn't it? Okay. 
I'm a. I just want to go over this last one. I, I'm not. I'm even go, not going to go any further because I'm going to give you again an opportunity to go home and do some homework. Maybe you can bring back how he is a savior. Bring back how he is a redeemer. Bring back how he is the soon coming king. He is our love, joy, and our peace. But most of all, and, and I just, I just, to me, I just love this one, how he is the son of God. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's what just tickles me, reading the different things. Look at what it tells you in Matthew 8, 29. And behold, they cried out, saying, What have we to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of God? Are thou come hither to torment us before the time? Who y'all think this is? Devils. Devils. They acknowledge who Jesus is. Huh? They, they simply ask the question. I mean, because they know what he can do. They know it, it ain't their time. But you, you, Jesus, you, you come to Lay it on us before time, knowing he is, they know who they're talking to. They're talking to the Son of God. Okay? Matthew 16, 16. And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Not only do the devils know who he is, but by revelation of Father God, Peter knows who he is. Because Jesus asked all of his disciples, who do men say I, the Son of Man, am? And they all said who men said he was. And then he asked the question, who do you say I am? He didn't just ask that to Peter. He asked that to all of them. Who do you say that I am? Peter said, Dr. Christ. Huh? Dr. Who? That, that ain't his last name. That is who you are. The Son of God ties in or represents the Son of, which represents Christ. Yeah. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. What did you say? Well, flesh and blood didn't reveal that to you. You, you didn't get that on People magazine. Uh-uh. You, you, didn't get that, you didn't get that off Fox News. You got that from my father. And upon the fact that you know who I am, you've got this revelation, you've got this truth, I will build my church. Who is the church today, y'all? Mm, we, 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 we are the church. So upon the fact that you know who Jesus is, he's going to build you up. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Some folks in church... Don't have nothing because they don't even know who Jesus is. Amen. They are building up on religion and, and living religion because they have not yet acknowledged or know who Christ Jesus is. Amen. Wow. Luke one thirty five. Luke 1.35, and the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. 
Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Y'all hear that? Listen to me. The devils know who he is. Peter knows who he is. And the angel knows who he is. He is the Son of God. But yet man still today will not acknowledge who he is. Give me John 149. John 149. Nathan answered and said unto him, Rabbi, thou art the Son of God. Thou art the King of Israel. Oh. Nathaniel jumped on the bandwagon. Rabbi, master, thou art the son of God. Thou art the king. Even he knows. But let's, let's, let's wrap this all up with John 20 and 31. John 20 and 31. <laughs> but these are written that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believeth ye may have life through his name. These are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. If, if, the, if the devil's done acknowledged it, if Peter has acknowledged it, Nathaniel has acknowledged it, the Holy Ghost has acknowledged it, and it's written for you to, to, to acknowledge it, Amen. why are you acknowledging anything differently? Mm. Why are we calling Jesus anything else mm. Amen. than who he is? Because knowing who he is is how we as a church can be built up. The fact that we know who he is, we can get greater revelation. Because we know who he is, is how we can know he is our Savior. Amen, amen. Because we know who he is, we know how we've been redeemed. Because we know who he is, we know what love is. Because we know who he is, we've got the joy and the peace that he has. And we can abide in it, and our joy can be fulfilled. Because we know who he is. He's the king. Yes, he is. Huh? Uh, what's his name? Uh, that, that basketball player? King LeBron. LeBron is not the king. Amen. <laughs> He's just a man. Yes. But because of the fact. See, you need to put your name right there. Who do men say I, the Son of Man, is? Mm. Jesus is asking you that question today. Can you say thou art the Christ? The Son, and I can prove it. I can prove it because it is written. Yes. And you know what? Not only can you prove it by it being written in the book that you read, but it's got to be written in your heart. So when they burn all the books, because they, they, they steadily burn them, yep. 
but they will not be able to burn what's in your heart. He is the Christ, the son of the living God. And, and, and because of that, he's going to continue to build me up, strengthen me, encourage me, show me. that Even though I may be getting weak as an old man, I can be strong as in Christ. Oh, my time is up, saints. I'm not going to go no further. Lord, when we live, we'll continue when we continue. Amen.